Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Marietta Jones. Oh, that's me. I get to go first. Hi. Hi, I'm here. Alex Finn. Hello. Stace Babcock. I'm here today, the day I got a Valorant key. Yeah. (laughs) Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. And Samson Davis. Tonight, the part of Samson will be played by the smoldering husk left behind in the wake of finals. If you have any grievances, you can shove it. Oof. <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 man. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Don't mess with Dilly tonight, guys. Dilly's going to set the world on fire. <laughs> That's a cha-cha's thing, so let's try to keep some character separation, guys. Aggressively cowering on a rooftop while everyone else plays. It'll be, you know, aggressive urination, probably. So, speaking of Dilly being alone on the roof, who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Samson. So, last time, Atalia was given the choice of three very juicy contracts. One of them uh, was to hand in Dilly, the other one to hand in Chacha, and then the third boring one was like, go talk to the realtor that we were all already gonna probably talk to well to kill him yeah to kill him but there was gonna be talking involved as well regardless uh she took the dilly contract for 600 shins uh we planned for a bit and then we decided to go investigate the realtor before another contractor sent by the handlers killed him go to that address uh we got a card from him before having him run off to go save his life or whatever that card gave us an address that he would use to, if he wanted to talk to a Sidra, but it led to a warehouse in Ward Anna that happened to be the warehouse that Dilly was originally building his automaton, and also ended up being the warehouse where the auction was that Cartha, I believe his name was, that Cartha had talked to Stace about, or uh, talked to uh, Nix about. So Chacha and Nix kind of bluffed their way in with some street shenanigans. And then Natalia left Dilly alone in an alleyway or a rooftop or whatever to go sneak in. And then the auction began, and we saw that Tamara fucking shows up. She's auctioning off the uh, ruins of Carmothan cipher that has been provided by Mino, the head of the Nixos. Dun-dun-dun. That's basically where we left it. Natalia also gave uh, Dilly her super cool cipher for me to use. Hopefully not used, but I'll maybe I'll use it. <laughs> um, you don't die was the point of that, just to be clear. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> that was until I being like, oh, man, I'm such a dick for leaving you. I guess here, this will make it fine. <laughs> I do want to follow up and award you all some XP. Yes. You found out more information about the, the snake stuff. You've basically saved the realtor's life as best you could. You actually got into Dilly's shop and got out again. You didn't get what you wanted, but you still got in. So each of you has an additional 2 XP. Nice. Dope. Gonna re-roll so many ones. <laughs> can, can I advance right meow? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Heck yeah, we're cracking 20 with our might pool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can breathe. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it four or six? It's four for each advancement. It's four. Womp. Womp, womp. Uh, Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, that's happening right now. It's a good plan. My intellect is much better, and now I have a double-digit might pool. That was embarrassing. Is Cha-Cha advancing at all? Oh, I did last time because I... I hoard XP like the hoarder I am. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, so where we ended last time, Tamara had just approached the podium and said, the first piece we have tonight is taken from the ruins of Kamathan. It has been generously provided by Minos of the Nixos. The bidding begins on this item at 600 shins. 
And I realize that for most of the people in this crowd, this is your first time seeing this item. This item contains a number of plans for other artifacts. There will now be a 20-minute break where those of you wish can talk to our knowledgeable sellers to get any additional information you want about it. When we return, we will begin bidding. Those who are late don't get to bid. And there's a small, like, flash behind her, and she steps away, and you see quite a few, like, well-to-do people kind of skittering around. Like, there are a few people that are here that don't seem to be that, you know, necessarily interested in this particular piece. Maybe it's out of their price range or not within their interest. But there are a number of very clearly well-off people that have sort of rushed the stage to ask questions about this item. And so that has just happened. And Nixon Cha-Cha, you saw that clearly. Tamara has just stepped away from the stage. There are some well-to-do people that have kind of run up and are talking to a few individuals that are dressed well for the occasion, clearly in some sort of uniform, not a uniform that you guys necessarily recognize, just clearly some sort of generic uniform just to make them stick out against everybody else in the crowd. And uh, yeah, so there are six people quite engaged with those individuals up at the front. And Nixon Cha-Cha, what do you do? Well, quick question. How much money did we make? Roll me 1d6. Okay. <laughs> I got a five. Five. So you guys made 12 shins. Not bad. It's, it's a way to go. Made up for our investment to get in there. But we each get six shins. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh god, math. I'm not even drinking and I'm like, math. Okay. I mean at this point, we're this is the this is the artifact, right, Daniel? Yeah, when she showed it for the moment that it was visible, it was very much that pyramid. It looks very much like the drawing that you saw in the journal. So Nix tries to get Cha Cha to take a intermission sort of taps her on the shoulder. It's probably not hard because honestly, like right now with all this commotion happening on the, uh, the auction floor, there's not really anybody kind of wandering around where you guys would have been performing for the most part. I mean, besides like security or something like that, there are a few people kind of wandering around, but it seems like the people who aren't bidding are still very interested in watching who is going to be bidding. Chacha puts out a, We'll be back in 30 minutes, sign. Okay. <laughs> and we go to our trailer. No. <laughs> so here's the question. So both Nix and Chacha have read the journal, but do either Nix or Chacha know how to activate this item? No. you would. There's nothing in there that was clear about that. Or at least the person who started deciphering the code was Nix, and the Nix wasn't able to work mm-hmm. out the technical details. Okay. So it is an artifact. They have at least publicly stated at the auction that it is some sort of artifact itself that holds Numenera plans and can display them. But beyond that, like you would have to actually inspect it with your abilities and get time with it in order to determine exactly what it does or how to activate it. I mean, would it be weird for us to go look up at the item? I mean, you're the entertainment. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? So Nix says to Chacha quietly, yo, that's, that's it. So, uh, here's the thing though. I don't know about if we should try to just take it here or if we should wait until it's in transport. We, we, we could try both. Try and find opportunity here. But if not, we go find the person who buys it and beat them up outside. Yeah, because uh, I don't think no matter who gets it, if we just try to steal it in here, all these people are going to be pissed. So, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to believe we have the shins to buy it. <laughs> we we could do just like 
sleight of hand and be like, oh, here's shins. Look, more shins. Shin, 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 shin. I mean, if you want to try that cha-cha, like, I'll back you up. Okay. Plan B. We bid. What? What is, uh, what's plan A, though? Plan A is intercept it in transport and beat people up. Dang. All right. Man, kind of wish we had Dilly in here. If only Dilly were here. I hope I see that guy again. I'm sure Italia's taking care of him. <laughs> Good thing we left Italia with him to keep him safe and secure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nix is going to try to check out the disposition of the security, though. Because you said that they are uniformed, just like whatever, to identify mm. them. So okay. this will be, you're kind of sizing them up, but I'd say you, you definitely, so this is what I'll say. Give me a 12. Oh, sure. I got a five for you, Daniel. How's that? You're not sure. I mean, there's definitely security. <laughs> you know what? You've been having a hard time paying attention to exactly how many they are and where they are in the room. But, but yeah, there's security around, presumably. They might care. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Nix is looking at him from a perspective of could she get one alone or like, get their uniform or something, so. Yeah, she can't really tell, like, you because it was since you didn't get that role, like, you don't even necessarily get things like their movements or anything like that. It's, it's like, yeah, th this is, I guess, one thing. I mean, you're not, you're not exactly sure. If you had to guess they're fairly well, like reasonably spaced to each other like they all should have at least one other guard that can see them damn all right so uh you'll be the bitter oh yeah because we kind of gave the strong impression that you're famous outside chacha is famous but not not for good reasons yeah it's almost like there's a totally different word for that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Chacha is famous. That's the word. <laughs> it's definitely in it. <laughs> <laughs> so should you be doing the bidding or should I like do the bidding? Because people would probably recognize my family. No, I don't want to bring them into this. This is a bad idea. Never mind. Yeah, you do the bidding. Oh, okay. I I'll bid. And I think Chacha's going to like slowly... Ooh, Chacha's going to use hedge magic to give herself a luxurious mustache and walk towards the bidding people. Okay. Okay. Now, by luxurious, does it have that wax quality or is it just sort of wild and like groomed, but wild? I'm feeling like kind of wild, almost like Yosemite Sam, just like so gloriously voluminous. Right, right. Okay, so like a Fu Manchu that never stops. Yes. But did Cha-Cha change anything else about her appearance? No. There are pretty big <laughs> limits to what Hedge Magic can do. <laughs> she just has this huge mustache on now. <laughs> matching the hair or not? Like matching hair color or not? Evens or odds? <laughs> odds. I got a six, so no, it does not match. <laughs> <laughs> so it is probably a red mustache. <laughs> Isn't Cha-Cha a redhead? No, she's blonde. Yeah, Cha-Cha's blonde. Natalia has reddish brown hair. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so there's this small, blonde, almost child-looking person with a giant red mustache wearing a red cloak. Okay. They match? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. The drapes match the cape. So Cha-Cha looks even more circus-like now, because it's just so dramatic at this point. So you go up, and uh, what are you trying to do, Cha-Cha? Who are you approaching? So they said we could ask questions about the item? Yes. They're not letting anybody on stage, but you can ask questions from the staff. Mm. I think Chacha is like going to go up towards the staff mm -hmm. and just loudly proclaim, like, does it change colors? Okay, so 
This is going to be a social roll. It'd be a 12, but because this is kind of ridiculous, it is going to be hindered. So that'll be a 15. <laughs> she doesn't get points for the amazing mustache. She might later, <laughs> but but you kind of you're interrupting people. <laughs> Just asking if this amazing artifact changes colors. Okay. So I got a 15. Nice. Okay. So the employee that's there is a sort of a young woman who like probably like 25-ish with honestly sort of like a purple streaks through her blonde hair. And she turns to you kind of startled and she kind of looks back and forth between the bidder that she was talking to who is in mid-question with them and turns to you and she says, uh, well, yes, when it's activated, it changes colors to display the plans in, in the air like a hologram. And Cha-Cha, at this point, I will offer you an XP. Yes. Okay. That is the right answer. Who will you give the other XP to? Dilly, for being a good boy on the roof. <laughs> good roof boy. Excellent. Cha-Cha, you notice that the guy that was interrupted is, you don't recognize him. He's dressed really nicely, nicer than most people here. But he's also got his consort for the evening with him, next to him, on his shoulder. And you recognize the consort as the manager whose desk you set on fire when you first got to Charmond. Yeah, I was going to get a drink, but no, I'm going to stay right here. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. So the employee has just answered you and has lifted their eyebrows at you sort of expectantly. But okay, we, we do have a line for this process. But just it cycle through the colors. Besides, what if I wanted fireworks? She looks at the other person that she was bidding with and, and says, I'm, I'm sorry, just a second, sir. Yes, it changes with the colors. And one thing you notice that the manager was sort of bored on this date, but with the commotion, he's starting to get like kind of turned to the conversation to wonder how much longer it's going to go on. Mm. Listen, I'm clearly more important than all these other people. Look at the mustache. It signals importance. You will answer all of my questions. Okay, so I have a couple of questions here. <laughs> I, just, I just need to verify. One, is that just Chacha being Chacha, or is that Chacha deliberately trying to not appear to be Chacha because of the manager? I think she's, like, just being Chacha. Like, this is like a performance mode of, in Chacha's brain, like, a luxurious mustache means you're important, and important people are kind of assholes. So she's just like, this is what important people do. Okay. And, like, Nick's can go do something, like, else while Chacha's being, like, the important asshole who distracts all. So there's going to be two roles here. One role is going to dictate how the employee responds to you. The other role is going to dictate whether or not the manager notices something is up. So the first role is going to be purely because for Cha-Cha, it's not really a lie or anything like that. She literally thinks it's some sort of social or persuasion role for this, and that'll be a target of 12. I got a 12. I should probably put this by the lights so I can see what I'm rolling. The employee kind of looks at you and says, oh, that's right. I th- one of the security was mentioning that you're, you're a famous performer. Um, Cha-Cha, right? That's, that's what they said? Yes. Cha-Cha the Magnificent. Look at the magnificent mustache. Magnificent. And she does, like, hold up her hand in the air, like, look at me. Okay. So now... So you're not actively trying to deceive the manager. So. (laughs) So you would have left an impression on him. I'll give you an asset for the mustache. But because you're not actively trying to deceive him, 
you're also hindered. So you end up back at a natural 15 unless you want to expend effort. This would be deception. Counter the hindrance because they had a pretty crappy sketch of Chacha, so she didn't make that good of an impression. That is a totally valid point. Yeah, I agree with that. So that'll be a 12. But didn't the manager see her? He did. But he presumably gave the description of her, too. Oh, okay. It wasn't a long conversation. <laughs> Just, there's this child with the red mm-hmm. cloak. Oh, shit, my desk is on fire. Fifteen. Okay. The manager kind of, like, looks at you for a second and meets your eyes. And you see for a moment, like, puzzlement in his face. And you see him kind of, like, shake his head to himself and say, kind of go back and looking off in the distance. What is Nix doing during this? Nix is keeping an eye on Chacha still, but she didn't necessarily follow her into the crowd. Nix is still trying very hard to figure out the security, really, and is like puzzling it out. If you would like to do that again, now the situation hasn't changed. You don't have any other assets you can apply to it. So in this case, I would say... If you want to try to figure it out again, it will require you to spend effort. Yeah. So I guess rather than attempting to refigure out the security, Nix is going to try to get one alone. Okay. So how would you like to go about that? Yeah. So Nix is just going to walk up to one that she perceives as being close to like an exit. Mm-hmm. Or... or was there any outside that Nix would know about? There were outside on the street. There were clearly some that were stationed in the windows up above. But beyond that, you didn't spot the others. Is there anywhere inside that there's like a back room area or a kitchen? or like, I know it's a warehouse, but or like storage. Just trying to identify where I'm going to try to, to have Nix pull the guard. Not pull, but like lure. Give me a perception roll of nine. 18. Okay. Oh, it's actually a 19, Daniel. What would you propose as a minor effect? I would like to... So Nix is doing this to try and get a uniform. So I would like to use the minor effect to... Is Unless this wouldn't be minor, but basically to like be sure, not just that they're out of sight, but also somewhere where it's kind of muffled. Okay. I would say you can identify where that would be that it doesn't appear that they are going there on their own. They are seeming to keep an eye on their uh, fellows, but keeping them an eye line. So you are going to have to somehow convince them to move out of sight or force them out of sight. But they are, because you rolled a 19, you do spot somebody who is near the door to some sort of like office in the corner. Most of the warehouse is wide open, with the exception of some like segmented space for offices. There's also some areas of the warehouse that appear to be draped and roped off. And you think you see glowing synth attached to that fabric. Huh. Next would pick an office that at, at the very least doesn't have lights like coming out from under the doors and appears deserted. Yeah, for sure. That, that I, I would say at least as far as you can tell from where you are. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Nix walks up to this security guard and is like, hey, like, I know. So she's going to try to do like the, I'm a security professional. You're a security professional. Mm -hmm. Yo, like, when's the last time you checked these offices, man? Actually, give me the social role before, because I need to figure that, use that to figure out how he responds. So it will be a 15 since he's on alert. That's what he's supposed to be doing. But I think you have training, right? I do have training. So it's a 12. What'd you get? (laughs) I've got Uh, two guesses. Okay, one. One One or a two? Yeah, yeah. 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 So are you keeping that or do you have XP to spend? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I do have XP to spend, but I'm going to live with this one. Okay, so the guard looks at you, narrows his eyes, and said, Get back to the event, please. Go find your entertainer. Uh, all right, you got it. <laughs> Nick's like slinks away. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> uh, 
and returns to, I guess, like within arm's reach of Chacha. Okay, so that's really kind of going on while Chacha's having that conversation. Okay, so Dilly, you have been on this roof for a little bit. Uh, Italia kind of disappeared as she said she was going to go over. So she and Jeski are somewhere over there, but you have no idea where. And you're just kind of alone out here. Nix and Chacha are inside. And there are a lot of guards present. Yeah. So, more or less the moment he was alone, Dilly would throw up an illusion of, I guess, just kind of like a common like gargoyle statue or flute player. Just something that commonly seen throughout the city of statues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then he'd be looking at a little slit, I guess. At first he'd be nervous just like waiting, but then he would like try to to occupy his mind, he would start to I just like keep an eye on the guards, like mm. just see like where they're looking, where they're moving, general patterns. So let's do a couple things first. Let's come up with a how cunning your your way of seeing through it is. So give me a twelve intellectual. Okay. Ten. And you didn't spend any effort? Uh, not on this one, no. I didn't think I had to, so. Okay, so, yeah, so you have created an eye hole. Mm-hmm. It is probably larger than it needs to be. Nothing's going to happen right now. I'm just going <laughs> to set that up that if it comes down to guards figuring out if there's somebody up there, if there's something that legitimately draws their attention there, you're going to be hindered in your hiding. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was really nice of you, Daniel. I was expecting something like you made an eye hole directly in the statue's titty. <laughs> well, it's a really yeah. avant-garde piece up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missing a whole titty. Yeah. It's I, like, it was weird. Like, you know, a century ago, they just got so, and every statue had to be symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Cause childhood doesn't leave the breast, you know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to our art critique. You know one of the guards is a dropout art major. You know. I do know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. Or I could have known that if he would have talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is Italia doing during all this? So where was I exactly? I got into the warehouse, as I recall, with Jeski. Yeah, and you were relatively high up. Like, like you got basically to the point where you kind of slipped in, but you're you're basically way up in the ceiling. Like, you are, like, perched on some exposed beams up there. Okay. Would I have seen any of this uh, interaction down below? You would have seen Cha-Cha go up there. You probably would have heard Tamara's statement. It probably would have been quiet, but you probably picked it out. But you probably saw Cha-Cha approach and engage in a conversation with the staff. And you saw Nix go off somewhere to talk to a guard. And, like, it lasted a very short amount of time. Since you're... Okay, and was the item... The item is on the stage. Visible? It is no longer visible. They have covered it back up again, but it is supposedly still on the stage. Right now, everybody is up. But the bidders who are serious are up near the front asking questions, which is seven, including Cha-Cha. Okay. Sorry. One thing I'll give you. To hear the conversation Cha-Cha is having is going to be difficult. We could see if you could at least hear Cha-Cha's side of it, since Cha-Cha was sort of like being like loud and important. So that would be a perception of 15. Um, I'm not really... Looking to listen to the conversation. I guess if I... I will roll to see if I heard it. Yeah, sure. Um, that's a five. Yeah, so, yeah. You just saw Chacha go up there, but that's it. All right. Regardless of that, I do want to try to make my way over so that I would be, like, in the rafters above the stage, if that's possible. Sure. Give me a... There's security, but they were expecting that somebody would see... would guard the roof... So it's probably a 12 before your skills. Okay, I'm specialized in stealth. I'm also trained in balancing, jumping, and climbing. 
Yeah, so I don't think you have to worry about like falling over or anything like that, but I think uh, so it's just a six stealth roll for you. Okay. 18. Okay, yeah, you feel like you have gotten over the bridge without any problem. In fact, part of it is that like you kind of like motion your head at Jeski and Jeski kind of goes over and you kind of actually get some hints from her along the way about how to get oh, the man. best way because you can see the way she's bouncing. It doesn't make sense to you that that makes sense. I mean, this is a four-legged creature that has a very different skeletal structure than you. But for whatever reason, you feel like you're gleaning something from the way she moves. And so you follow the stealth Seski. Stealth Seski. Stealthski. Okay, so my next question is, how high above the item am I? So I would say this is a big warehouse. You're probably 30 feet up. Okay. And how close is the nearest obvious escape route as far as, like, is there a window? Is there a door? So this is near the back where there are mostly offices. There is a curtained-off area beyond that has... That seems to be, like, tied off, like, heavy, dark cloth. There is sort of a sparkle of synth along it. Okay. So what I'm trying to scope out is if there's any way that she could just jump down, grab it, and then, like, run immediately. Give me a perception roll. Your target is going to be 12. Okay. I'm also trained in searching and detecting falsehood and remembering details. Any of those help. Um, Well, you're trying to figure out a path, so... I don't think those would necessarily apply here. Okay. Okay, 13. Well, you pass anyway. So, you don't see an obvious easy way out. It's possible that there is a way beyond the curtains, at least from what you remember of how far, like, what the warehouse looked from the outside. But Mm -hmm. you don't see anything obvious that you can see from here. Okay. So, these curtains, is there any... Like, you know those giant curtains they have in theaters, and there's, like, the rope on the side that they have to use mm-hmm. in order to, like, bring it? Is there a rope of some variety along the line of the curtains? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, since you're looking for that, you will have an asset on it. So, with your asset for searching, let's make that a nine. Okay. okay. Natural 20. So I will add this then. In addition to seeing that there is um, a wall to the far side of the stage. So it's like at the edge of the stage, there's probably another 20 feet to a wall next to one of the offices. And that has a switch that you think is what moves the curtains. But with a 20, I will say you also realize that it's not just something that moves the curtains. What it does is it unlocks the electromagnetic synth connectors that hold the curtain shut. You realize, in looking at this system with a natural 20, that these curtains are actually as solid as walls and probably have some sort of deadly defense built into them. And that switch turns it off so that somebody could just part the curtains normally and walk through how many people are in this warehouse just for, just, just, you know, just... So, I would say, since Italia kind of scopes out the area, I think she probably has a decent idea. So, there are approximately, including their dates, probably about 25 bidders in here. So, there's like one that's going solo. And then you see Tamara, who is absolutely there. There are probably a couple of other people that appear to be in uniforms, about six of them. And then at least what you can see here in this area for security, you think you count in this room, 10 guards stationed kind of evenly apart. All right, and Chacha is in with the bidders. And Yeah, she's in with the bidders talking to one of those six employees by the stage. Okay, and Nix is talking to that guard. Nix is probably making, is in the process of making her way back to, like, within arm's reach of Cha-Cha. 
Okay. How far is the item from the curtain? I would say probably 25 feet. Is there anything between the item and the button? Yeah. So the the button is on the wall. Okay. So it would be about... So that would actually be about 25 feet to towards the side of the wall. So if you're looking at the item in the stage, going right 25 feet from the stage, edge of the stage, would be the button. 25 feet from the back of the stage is where the curtains stop. The item is in the center of this stage. This stage is roughly, it's roughly like 40 by 15. Okay, next question. Do we, is there a range on Onslaught? It's short range. Short range. Okay, and short range no, is that's like five feet. Range. So you short range is within the warehouse. Like oh. so, like long range. So the way I think of it oh. is like the difference is is that like you know long range is like a it's a longbow or a rifle or something like that. You know, short range is most ranged attacks. It's not a crazy long distance or anything like that. And immediate range is anything that you could reasonably do in melee. Okay. Including moving to get to them. What I would like to try to do is put myself into position, and I'm not sure if spatially this will work, over the item, the artifact. Yeah, you can do that. And then I would like to physically onslaught the button. Okay. So, this is going to be... So, it's a physically onslaught, so... Short distance is fine, but it is a very small target, so it's probably going to be a 15 intellect roll. Okay. So I have an edge in intellect, and I'll put some effort into it. So one level of effort? Two, if I can. As long as you can do two. Can I do two? Is that... So that's how much your edge is in it? That's how much your effort is in it. So... My effort. So what's your effort level? Oh, yeah. I don't think... My effort's still one because I haven't spent the XP. So you can only do one. So you'll spend two intellect XP to bring it down to a 12. Okay. Intellect points. Okay. That's fine. That's... Yeah, intellect points. That's right. Yeah. That's a 14. Nice. Okay, so... Oh, wait. No, it was a 15, wasn't it? No, you spent effort, so... But I... Effort. Yes. <laughs> please, please. You hit the button, and you notice that that sparkle to the synth in the fabric seems to go away. Okay, does it appear as though this has alerted anyone? Well, let's see how stealthy you were about it. It is a physical attack, so it does have concussive force. So it's a question of can you be stealthy enough in the way you tune it. So this is probably a 15 stealth, but you are specialized, I believe, so it's a 9. And it'll be speed if you want to try to lower it to a 6. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, um, I would like to lower that to a 6. Let me just do that. Okay. 18. Okay. You feel like you have, like, you managed to narrow this down to almost, like, pinprick like the force of it actually like you can see the button crack from the force of it but it does turn off the force of the curtain and you don't see any guards like look in that direction or seem to notice anything on okay at this point you do see tamara approaching the stage again okay as i see her approaching i would like to do another onslaught mm-hmm. physically into the crowd of the buyers. Whichever one looks the weakest and, like, the one who might be the most upset. <sighs> okay. Well, that's Cha-Cha. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to hit Cha-Cha, but there was, like, a group of people, like, there asking questions. So, I mean, honestly, Italia, all these people, the one thing that you can kind of tell about them is they've got more money than you. I know they have more money than me. I'm just looking for the one that looks like he might cry a lot if we suddenly hit by an onslaught. So give me some sort of insight roll then. Okay. It'll be a 12. 14. Okay. It's not a particular bitter, but you do notice that 
Like, so it's your choice, like the, probably the, the sort of weakest bidder, but not like super weak. Like he still looks pretty strong is a little bit farther away from Cha-Cha kind of on the other side. He looks like he might be sort of one of those self-made people from Ward Collin. Ooh, self-made. The other one that sticks out to you is you could attack somebody's date. The only one who's probably close enough for it to be a distraction is the one that the date of the one that's over by Chacha. Yeah, I'll go for the guy by Chacha for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna onslaught that person. We're not mixing player character knowledge, right? No. Okay. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. So I will physically onslaught that person. So I will tell you this: you would know from your experience with your ability. You are not going to be able to stealth this. Like, if you hit this person, everyone will know where you are. Oh, okay. Because you're shoot, you are shooting into a crowd. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, shoot. Do my ciphers do anything? Uh, I gave that one away. You still have your inflatable suit. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that actually. Oh, I don't want to be that hindered. Mm-hmm. Shoot. How close is Tamara? She's just coming out. She's about to approach the stage to presumably close up bidding. To clarify, to close up the question period so that bidding can begin. Okay, so one of my oddities is a glass ball filled with fluid through which swims a bloodshot eye trailing its nerve endings. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to chuck that at the crowd, and then I'm going to jump down as I throw it. You're going to jump down 30 feet? Yeah, I'm trained in jumping. It's fine. What about landing? So jumping from a rafter to a solid ground. (laughs) What's the 30-foot drop damage in Numenera? I'm checking. (laughs) I had to look this up for a previous session that wasn't this campaign. Hmm, that other campaign. Yeah, so it looks Mm. like, yeah, so falling. So it would be, if you fail to somehow cushion this fall, it's, since it's 30 feet, it would only be probably three points of damage. You'll bounce back, trust me. Yeah, I think she's going to jump down, grab it, and make a run through the curtains. Like, that's what she's going to try to do. Okay, so first, let's try to see, are you trying to break your fall at all? Yeah, she's trying to land and do the little tumble um, thing with her climbing, jumping, balancing, climb skills. So with that factored in, it's probably a nine. Okay. Eleven. Okay, so yeah, you managed to cushion your fall, so you'll actually only take two points of bite damage. Okay. And so you are on the stage. There are guards that are now alert. People are starting to freak out. Tamara looks right at you and meets your eyes. I grab the item. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was supposed to fold my face mask up beforehand because obviously that would hide me, but you know, it's, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. So you pull up the drape and you pull out the item. And as you're doing that, you see Tamara mouth your name. And there are guards starting to turn arrows towards you. Yeah, she's going to grab it and try to run. Okay. For the curtain. Okay. So with that happening right there, so Nix and Cha-Cha, this has all happened in a moment in front of you. But at this point, I will offer Samson an XP. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, yeah. shit. Do it. Do it. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Unrelated. Does XP roll over when you die? Like when no. your character dies? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Samson, you... Who are you giving the other XP to? Atalia, because she might need to use it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Dilly. Sorry. It's a good plan. From behind you on the roof, you hear a familiar sort of higher pitched slimy voice behind you saying, Ah, Dilly, it's good to see you again. As you hear aces approaching from behind you. And that's where we'll end this episode.
Already? No. More. We need more. Oh my god. Oh shit. So, Alex, was there anything in this episode that stuck out for you for Cha Cha as a player? Um, I liked her like decision to be like, yes, a giant mustache will help the situation. Mm-hmm. And just be like, this is my life now. It's We have a giant mustache. We're important. We're just interrupting people and we don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm curious, though, before we kind of leave to as well, um, Stace, what is Nick's thinking right now, seeing all this happen? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Okay, Okay, good. (laughs) Oh no, I'm Alex the player is happy and is coming up with an escape plan. (laughs) It's it's okay. I think Atalia's like, well, guess we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Poor (laughs) Seski. Poor Jeski. Sorry. I'm just worried about Dilly. I am also worried about Dilly. Totally reasonable concern. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) So We have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we give you an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you give our listeners an XP to check out? All right. So, I like anime, and at about the time that we were recording, an anime has come out called Tower of God. It's I like it, but the point... I want to make about it is that it was originally a Korean manhwa, which is kind of the Korean analogy for manga. The entire Tower of God series is currently available on Webtoon. But what I want to talk to you about is just kind of Korean manhwa in general, because after Tower of God has been released and is running right now, like three other uh, Webtoon originals are now in production to be animes. Mm. God of High School, Noblesse, and The Breaker, I think. So my, I would take this XP, goddammit, to go look up Korean manhwas, mostly on webtoons. Specifically, the one I'm stuck on is called Solo Leveling, which is, so it's kind of that anime cliche where like the weakest character in the world suddenly becomes the strongest character. But the magic about it coming from a Korean background is that all the uh, like cliches and like all that stuff is like a lot different. So there isn't like a like Sundere character or like a other characters that I don't remember the labels of. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely different dynamic while staying the exact same. Soul level specifically is a very good comic because it does the um, like overpowered character very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it has, like, the kind of character growth with it, but then once they get past, like, a certain power level, then it's, like, every uptick in their power is also an uptick in the world building and the stakes involved. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're the biggest fish in the pond, but then you also see, like, the ocean being mapped out on the side here, and it's just like, oh, I hope they're powerful enough for all that. Mm -hmm. So, so leveling is very good. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that I've been reading is kind of shown and jump-esque. But I've also heard good things about Let's Play, which is a kind of romance mm-hmm. comic, also in Webtoon. A lot of these are in Webtoon. So I didn't really have a point to that, except go read Korean Manhwa. I like solo leveling. I've also been reading Tower of God, mm-hmm. God of High School. I have no beliefs on my... And solo leveling is available in Webtoon? Solo leveling is actually on its own site, but it's free, so... Okay. If you just look up solo leveling, you'll hopefully find it. Right. You'll you'll actually send me the link for the show notes, right? You're not going to make me dig for it. I will. I will do that. Yes. Sounds like a great pick. Awesome. If you would like to reach out to us and tell us what you thought about the episode, what are the many ways that they can reach us, Mariana? We have social medias and we like to interact with people because we're lonely and desperate. So you can find us on Twitter at Explorers Wanted and Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast and Facebook at Explorers Wanted Podcast. I guess there's not an at Facebook. It's just like a backslash and, you know, and then 
We also have our website, our very own website. That's great. It's explorerswanted.fm. And then if you really want to hang out with us, the best way to do it is to get on our Discord, which I think there's links to on all of the social medias. Mm-hmm. We're pretty active on there and we would love to hang out with you. So come hang out with us, please. Outstanding. And we are a new podcast still. I mean, I think new podcasts to at least for a year, but even if we weren't a new podcast, the most important thing you could do, if you wanted to help us, if you liked what you heard, would be to tell a friend. Tell them what you liked about us and why they should listen to us. If you didn't like the podcast, if you like hated it or you thought it was just sort of meh, I unfortunately have to be the messenger on this. The, the cats in your neighborhood would like to have a word with you. You may not see them all the time. But I promise you that they are there, skulking in the shadows that gather around your home. And I just want to say that I'm sorry. I, I cannot stop them. If you want to reach out to us individually on the social medias, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can follow me at Stace Windu, especially if you like wine-fueled random replies to your tweets in the middle of the night. I got you. My favorite kind. <laughs> you can give me uh, your recommended Korean manwas at Slam Potato. I mean, most of my Twitter is just full chaos energy and just <laughs> whatever I'm feeling at the moment or eating at the moment. But if you're interested in more chaos in your life in this wonderfully chaotic times, you can follow <laughs> me at Real Tea Unicorn on Twitter. And I'm trying to Twitter really hard. Are you trying that hard, Marietta? No, it's it's hard to develop new habits. <laughs> 30 days. Okay, I got to try to Twitter harder. But I'm on the Twitter now, and I'm on a hike. If you actually want to interact with me, though, I'm a little more active on Instagram these days. <laughs> Same handle. Okay, love you all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night and bye. bye. bye.